Welcome to All Access Network Podcast. So excited that you decided to join us. You will absolutely love and you're in for a treat for today's guest. Uh, we are on a mission to positively impact the world through sports and culture. We're a multimedia network, we're a YouTube channel, uh, a podcast, and we also have live shows. Uh, if you haven't followed us on YouTube, you can find us at uh, All Access Network. If you haven't followed us on Twitter, you can find us at All Access underscore net, uh, where we also do some of our live shows, uh, along with Facebook at All Access Network. But so excited to have you with us today. Uh, we love for people to be able to write their story, uh, leave their mark, and create their legacy. We're on a mission. We appreciate you joining us. And again, please share, like, and subscribe uh, whenever you get a chance. And stay on this journey with us. It's going to be an awesome ride. I want to take time to acknowledge one of our partners, Rising Coaches. Every coach wants to rise in their career in one way or another. We're all looking for professional development, access to tools, and relationships that can help us grow and help us advance in our career. Rising Coaches provides just that. You can visit Rising Coaches at www.risingcoaches.com. Their memberships are just $10 a month and provides a genuine community to help you grow and advance in your career. College Hoops, Coast to Coast, back at this thing again. What we love to do, uh, representing rising coaches with my quality uh, and inclusion pin. Uh, national campaign has been going on all across the country. has been amazing. We're kind of in the final stages, final week of that. Uh, so we want to give shout out to that uh, as DEI Alliance Vice President there. Uh, but right now we're on All Access Network, so we're going to talk about uh, one of the teams across the country that's had the hardest schedule in the country. Uh, on Coast to Coast, we're able to highlight all kinds of different programs at all kinds of different levels. Uh, we usually stick to Division I uh, on this particular show, but on All Access, we cover a little bit of everything. So today we have a special guest coming off of a win. Uh, again, going to talk a little bit about that particular victory, his head coach, his journey, but also going to talk about uh, the other side of college basketball, the scheduling side, they can be very challenging that people don't always know about. So we're going to shine some light and go out to uh, SIUE and bring Coach Troy P in the building. Here we go. Coach, what up, man? Not a lot, Coach. How we doing? I'm good, man. Living the dream, man. I'm excited to have you on. I got to switch you over, put you in the hot seat. Hold on. Get you the hot seat ready. Okay. Now we're ready. Um yeah, so you got a good win. Uh, just coming off of a win, th those things are hard to come by. When you have the hardest schedule in the country, uh, talk a little bit about the last victory you guys were able to get. Uh, it was awesome, man. It was awesome. We uh, um, at home played Eastern Illinois, and uh, our guys came out, and there was a there was a different level of focus and tenacity, and um, you you see us playing some of our better basketball towards the end of the season, which. Um, that's what you want to do, right? Because uh, the, the, the basketball season is a long season and um, kind of came out and we, we guarded. Um, I think we held them to about 16 points in the first half. And um, our best offense was our defense because we get out, got out and ran in transition. So um, it was cool to see our guys having fun and executing the game plan and just um, being together and um, see, seeing that light in their eyes. So, Yeah, absolutely. And um, 
you've been there now with coach talk about your uh, i guess your journey just there with coach uh, you guys are um building something there in the ovc conference so talk a little about your head coach and just kind of like how you got linked up with him and we'll talk more about your story later oh okay awesome um brian baroni a great dude um family first and um cause the way i got linked up with him was um i actually played for mike bargain um at butler community college and um he was on staff at bradley and i went over to bradley and was um the video coordinated player development guy over there and uh, Coach Brian Baroni um, was an assistant here, then ended up getting a job. Um, and I was fortunate enough, and he was uh, gracious enough to give me the opportunity to come over and be on the staff. And uh, we've been here. This is year three. Um, last last couple of years has been been going through COVID, so um, it's been been a little crazy. But um, he's uh, his basketball lineage goes a very long way. A lot of people are familiar with um, his dad, Tony Baroni Sr., who has since passed, but I was a longtime head coach at Texas A&M. I was a coach, uh, head coach at Creighton, coach for the Memphis Grizzlies, and um, Coach Baroni. He's 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 a one of a kind man. His his mantra and the what we live by every single day is find a way. Um, the word no should never come out of your mouth, and um, that's something that he he stands by and lives by, and always finds a way to get the job done. And um, it was great being 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 a part of the staff because. I mean, he was, a, he was a point guard at uh, Texas A&M. He was a point guard at Marquette. Um, he coached at Illinois State. He was a part of uh, Porter Moser's camp and part um, of Tom Crane's camp. And um, he's, he's a guy that um, he's not going to micromanage you. Um, he's going let to you, let you do your thing. And he's somebody that um, I'm happy and I'm very grateful uh, to be a part of the staff. So. Yeah, well said, Coach. Uh, talk about, I know, so Pat Forty, um, very well known for his coverage of college basketball. Uh, he did a piece article on you guys talking about your schedule and how difficult your schedule is. Talk a little bit about, share with us a little bit about that article and, and what that schedule has been like. Yeah, man, it's uh, it was, it's been crazy last two years. Um, so obviously last year when COVID hit, um, it hit across the country, right? So a lot of people um, were going through some of the similar things, games getting postponed, games getting canceled and things like that. And um, our thing was we actually played 19 games in 42 days. Um, and when you look at that and you look at um, as a coach, when you scout, right, um, you want to take the, the uh, allotted amount of time to prepare and get your guys ready and, had the scheme ready and things like that. And when you play that many games um, in that short period of time, um, it's, it's, it's wearing and it's, it's tearing on uh, not only not only the coaches, but the players as well. And so um, then we go into this year and it was similar to the similar situation. Um, everybody goes home for Christmas and our guys got home for Christmas. And then as you saw, like around the country, COVID kind of started going through everybody's team. Well, when it goes to everybody's team, you postpone games here and you don't know who has it, then you have to test. And all these different outliers start to um, become a part of something that um, we know as you show up and practice, you show up and practice, you get ready for the game. Well, you throw that hinge in there where you have a guy that has to isolate for a couple of days. And now um, you're botched at, towards the end of your year with the postponements of games and things like that. And 
Um, we actually, this season, um, it's, it's close to similar, kind of to the same thing. Um, we've had five weeks uh, where we played three games in a week, um, four weeks in a row, and then we had a break, and now we're in that stretch of this last week. And um, we went through a stretch where um, we had a kid who uh, who's, who's a top-scoring freshman in the country, Rayshon Taylor, um, who tore his ACL for the second time. And um, it's just one of those things where you look at it and um, the wear and tear on some of these guys' bodies and um, when you play that many games. And there's, there's NBA teams that don't have that schedule. And the thing that I would say is uh, I feel like our guys, uh, without a shadow of a doubt, have been some of the most resilient individuals I've ever seen in my life. Um, getting off a bus at 1 a.m., getting up the next day, walking through practicing, getting ready to prepare for a game that we have when we played on Saturday, but we have a game on Monday and have to prepare on Sunday. It's one of those things to where um, a lot of guys, uh, that's hard to go through uh, point blank period. And um, I just, I credit our guys, I credit our head coach for the leadership that he's had with these guys. And um, cause you have to think about every single day when you play three games in a week, okay, I want to cover this, but how much is too much? And all of those things that I don't think people realize. Um, obviously, in our world, people understand and realize, but the amount of time that you put in the thought of, okay, how do I get what we need to accomplish within this allotted amount of time when we just played a game in less than 24 hours ago? And it's not conference tournament yet. Now, obviously, right now it is, but during the middle of the season, it's not. So... That's the thing that I would just like to express is that um, our guys, staff, um, the support we have around here, it's, it's been amazing to watch um, how people have kind of dug in and are willing to create their own story, our own story, with the schedule we've had for the last two years because it hasn't been a normal basketball season. So, Yeah, and what do you feel like, Coach, that uh, you know the program, to go through that kind of adversity – it's obviously February, and you guys were able to just get a win uh, mm-hmm. play really well against Belmont, who many consider to be a team that should be in the tournament. What is it like that your team – what is your team gaining from that experience, and what is the program uh, gaining from the diversity that you guys continue to face? The, I mean, not giving up, understanding that if a mistake is made or you do have trials and tribulations to, to continue to move forward, uh, I think that's the biggest thing because we very easily teams could just fold it up and they play three games in a week, four weeks in a row. Like that, that's and you don't win as much as you would like to or much as you would expect to. Um, very easily teams could fold, but that type of experience, in my honest opinion, it not only helps them in basketball, it helps them in life. Um, just to understand that when things get a little tough or people start to go against the grain a little bit, you got to dig in, stay together, and understand um, what the overall outcome is and understand that um, the vision of what you're in or who you're around, um, making sure that you wholeheartedly give everything that you have to that and understand that um, not only hard work, but preparation and perseverance is also a part of life. So. Absolutely. Teaching those life skills along with basketball is as important as any job that we have. Um, let's talk about your journey, Coach, specifically. I know we talked a little bit about how you linked up with Coach uh, mm-hmm. Coach there, but let's talk about uh, your journey from the beginning, 
played? Did you play? Did you not play? Obviously, I kind of know it, but share with, <laughs> share with the people that don't. I got you. So, uh, yeah, from Emporia, Kansas, born and raised. Um, I went to junior college at Butler Community College, about 45 minutes um, north of Emporia, um, obviously in Kansas. But went there, played there for two years, um, went out to Charleston Southern in South Carolina, um, was there for a year, and then I ended up transferring back to uh, my hometown uh, at a Division II Emporia State University, um, where I played my, my last year there. And I uh, got into – obviously, I knew I wanted to coach. Uh, I was at UIS, Illinois Springfield, for a year. Then I went back to Emporia State, um, where Sean Vandenberg, it was his first year. Um, I played for him his first year as a head coach, and then I went back to go and get my master's and was his GA for two years there. Um, then I went over to Bradley and was coordinator of player development, uh, video coordinator uh, for Brian Wardle and on his staff over there for three years and um, had success and won a championship there. And um, that's where I met Coach Baroni and I've been here the last three years. So um, it's, it's been an awesome journey just because I've, I feel like I've, I've touched a lot of different levels from junior college to Division two to now being fortunate enough to be a Division one assistant. Um, it's one of those things to where I, I'm proud of my journey. Um, a lot of guys don't like to talk about um, the, all the hours they spent in the film room or all the hours they spent um, spent talking talking to coaches or trying to figure out or making sure something's on somebody's computer or things like that. But in my opinion, that's helped me um, become a better coach. Um, obviously, I still have a long ways to go, but I feel as though that's um, helped me with growth and helped me understand what it takes to have success in this business and uh, understand what the overall, uh, what my overall journey and overall goal is to help these young men and um, have success at this game of basketball. What's one of the things, Coach, I like to ask this question sometimes. What's one of the things that in this role that you have in this college basketball game, everybody kind of wants that seat, Division One. Let me get to Division One. Uh, they see the tournament, they see uh, ESPN, they see that the, the things that are glamorized. But what, what would you say is kind of one of the aspects of this thing for younger coaches that may see this uh, to just kind of be aware of that? Don't get this part twisted. We love it and we're we're about making change in these young men. But this is this is what you got to be prepared for. Man, that's a great question. Great question. Um, I think that you have like you have to be willing to be open-minded right um everybody that you work with or work for or work around um they don't always have the same mindset as you so you're going to be put in situations to where sometimes there may be a little bit of confrontation but understanding that you're on the same team and understanding that you need to be open-minded because there's different ways to skin a cat right um, there's all these schools in the country that have different ways of doing their own things. And um, my biggest thing is understanding that you have value in your role, but also understanding that you are a part of the team and you also need to understand what the outcome of the team is and what the overall mission and goal for that team is. Because um, I, I heard a great saying one time, um, everybody always thinks the grass is green on the other side so they get the water built. And so, <laughs> so, so it's, it's, it's one of those things where, um, yeah, the grass is green on the other side sometimes, but you have to understand you, you're getting what you pay for. 
And so uh, my, that, that's my biggest thing, just understanding and being able to keep a level head um, as far as the coaching world goes. And understand it's a grind, man. Like um, everybody in this business, they have families, they have wives, they have kids. And um, you dedicate so much time to this um, that you can't lose sight of the other things that you have in your life as well and understanding the people around you that are making those sacrifices to be able to do what you're doing. Um, I think I think a lot of times that doesn't always get acknowledged because basketball is such a long season and people tend to forget, not forget, but they tend to acknowledge the amount of time and effort of the people that are around them to be able to do what they love to do. So if, if I had anything to say, it's, it's really um, acknowledge and show love to the people that are around you because some people around you are sacrificing so that you can do what you're doing. Um, and a lot of times it doesn't always go the way you expect it. And there's times where you're frustrated. There's times where um, you have things going on, but you also have to worry about something else that's going on in your life. And um, those things, it, it all blends together. It's all one. So, No doubt. Well said, man. Um, so we normally like to end this thing with some kind of funny, entertaining, or really good story. So uh, it can be family-wise, it can be coach-wise, it can be earlier in your career, climbing the ranks, uh, whatever you got for us. We just like to provide a little bit of, have a little bit of fun on this thing and not make it always so serious. Man, I like it. Um, I guess the thing, <laughs> we are Bradley, okay? Um, I was a player development, coordinator player development, video guy, Bradley. Um, I was on staff with uh, Brian Wardle, Jimmy Foster, Mike Bargain, Drew Adams, uh, Ryan Shawball. And we had went through a stretch. It was the year we won a championship. We lost five games in a row to start conference. And we're sitting in Wardle's basement and watching the game. It was the fifth loss, I believe. We're watching the game. And it, like, the ball's bouncing off our knees. We're throwing passes that are nowhere close to our guys. We're hitting the other side of the backboard on shots. It just it, – it, it looked bad, right, on film. It looked bad. Well, uh, my guy, Ron Sharpo, who's now the assistant over at Cleveland State, he sits there and he's watching it. And he's like, man, he's like an episode of Space Jam. He's like, this, 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 we can't catch. We lost our power. We just we 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 got we got to get our swag, but we just lost we lost some of our powers. And um, obviously, every Hooper has seen that movie, MJ, Space Jam. They they lose their powers and they kind of forget how to play. And that and that is what it looked like. And um, it was funny. We all kind of just died. Like and like it, it was cool because in that moment we had lost, but sitting there with the staff and he says that everybody's like, it's just funny because it's true, right? You got the ball bouncing off your head, you're throwing it out of bounds, you're not like missing shots the way you are. And um, we ended up uh, kind of saying that to our guys. And our next, that sixth game, um, that sixth game was on the road, and we watched Space Jam on the bus and kind of explained to our guys, kind of um, when we were sitting there watching the game, what we thought. And um, it was funny because a lot, and it was, it's, it's crazy to think the amount of players right now that still haven't seen that movie, which I can't believe I'm shocked of. But um, it was funny to kind of sit there and see them watch it. And that, that was a funny moment because even in some of the roughest, toughest times, um, you've got to be able to laugh, man. You have to 
because life is too short. You have to enjoy what you're doing. And that's something specific that I remember that um, I will forever, that will forever be ingrained in my memory. And I'm definitely going to use it if you go through a season um, or go through a, a large portion of, um, of, a, of a poor season at that point in time. So. No doubt. I love it. I love it. Well, Coach, we appreciate you taking the time. Uh, that tough schedule is coming to a close. Uh, March, right around the corner, conference tournament. We wish you best of luck closing out the season and also in March. And we'll give you the floor to just say any last words before uh, you get back to it. I appreciate that. I just, uh, I, I really, uh, I'm, I'm very, I appreciate you being so gracious to have me on and yeah. the time being spent. And um, I just, the words I want to give to every coach, every player that's out there right now is enjoy what you're doing and don't forget why you're doing it. Um, I think these last couple of years have been so tough for everybody. Um, I think some people have kind of lost sight of why they're coaching or why they're playing and don't let anybody or anything um, take that spirit from you because you're doing it for a reason and you've given your life to it for a reason. So just always remember that and have fun with it, man. Hey, man. Well said, man. Well said. Well, appreciate it, T, and uh, best of luck. Tell Coach I said hello. I look forward to beating him. I haven't met him yet, but I look forward to that. And uh, I think – what's my man's name? Short. Tell Coach Short I said what up. Uh, he's over there. And uh, good luck the rest of the way, man. Thanks again. Appreciate you. Have a good one. All right, there you have it. You know where to find us. Uh, another great interview. We appreciate it and uh, look forward to having you guys back soon. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the All Access Network. Be sure to follow, share, and stay connected with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe and hit that notification bell on our YouTube channel. And don't forget to write your story, leave your mark, and create your legacy.